Hello and welcome to episode... No, still no. Can't what, do it. What do you mean no? The voice. What? what? Drop the voice. Drop... What? We had this discussion. Is it... Why can't I use the voice? Because you won't keep it up. I, I, just... It's not a radio show. Don't need a radio voice. But it's, it's about energy, isn't it? it gets... Hello, welcome no, to the... it doesn't get anything going. It sounds stupid. No one sounds like that anymore. Normal voice. Use your normal voice. Your lovely. I I, I, I use my normal voice for the the main the main body of it, and just for the introduction. You can't radio because it gets the energy up. It's not getting my energy hello. Up. Welcome. It's getting my goat up. Use your normal getting voice. Getting your goat up. I think that's an expression. That's the expression <laughs> I'm going with. It, you, if you use that, you have got to use it throughout. Well, one of us has to start the show. You're starting the show. Hello, with your normal voice. No, it's got, I, I want it to be... Okay, look, you do it. Introduce so, the show, radio voice. I don't have a radio voice. Introduce the show with my, your radio I'll voice. use my normal voice. No, use your radio voice. Hello, and welcome to episode four, a new podcast. <laughs> Blessed are the kings, for they will inherit the world. Welcome to the Blessed Geeks podcast, our very first episode of our sparkly, shiny new podcast. Episode four, a new podcast with me, David, and the hand. Hello. Hello, the hand. That's, that's what you spent your whole afternoon doing. That's <laughs> good. Thanks. Uh, that's all my notes. Yeah, you're done. Uh, I'm done. Okay, so how's, how's things? Things things are good. I'm excited. This will be fun. It's gonna be so much fun. And um, yeah, how are you? I'm okay. How oh, good? Not bad. Got lots to get through. So let's start with nerd splurge. I don't know how well known these are. Okay. Um, but apparently Michael Jackson attempted to buy Marvel so that he could play Spider-Man in a movie. <laughs> now, scientists believe that about half the stars in the universe are not actually part of any galaxy. They're just floating around all on their lonesome. They are part of galaxies, surely. No, they're just, just floating not. around in between galaxies, apparently. Oh, OK. There was a uh, lawsuit apparently over in America. Uh, dolls uh, have a higher tax on them than toy figures. Um, and the rule is if it represents a human figure, it is a doll, otherwise it's just a toy. And um, it doesn't apply to X-Men, Spider-Man or Fantastic Four after a, uh, their day in court because they've said they're mutants and not humans, therefore they don't have to pay the higher tax. Woohoo! Yeah. Well done, America. So you know Coolio? I, I, I know of him, yes. Like Coolio only agreed to his... Do you remember uh, Batman and Robin? Mm, yeah, Do you remember Coolio in Batman? No! No, I don't. No? No memory. No? Was he in it? Well, you, did you block it out? I, there's a lot of that film blocked out. Ooh. 
So he was in it, was he? Uh, yeah, he oh, was, and apparently he only agreed oh. to that cameo because he was promised he could play Scapo in the uh, instalment in the franchise. Oops! That didn't happen. It didn't, did no. it? No. Thank goodness. Ooh. Right, my uh, my final one. Okay. This is news to me. Everyone else might say this is really obvious. Weapon X. Oh, it's so obvious. Actually, suppose is Weapon Ten. Rather than you know some mystery X thing, uh, apparently there are nine that comes before it. So Wolverine is Weapon X, but Captain America's Weapon One. Uh, Luke Cage is like Weapon Six. Oh, yeah. So who's Weapon X? Wolverine. What about Deadpool? Nope. Nope. Well, he was Just part saying. Of the nope. Weapon X program. The, look, the the thing I read online and therefore must be true says that Wolverine Weapon Ten. Deadpool doesn't even feature. Romulus is nine. Weapon we Eleven. Deadpool is Weapon I I. Weapon I I. Weapon I I. I I. Captain. Now, um, you know the Netflix Marvel Universe. Yep. And the Disney Marvel Universe. Yep. Marvel Disney. Disney, I coined that. Good, well done. <laughs> um, well, they're both uh, part of the shared MCU, right? Right. There's a continuity error. Uh, you've seen Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've mm. seen Luke Cage. No, it's good. I like oh, Luke Cage. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, it is better, no, than, better than Iron Fist. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but um, Alfred Woodard, who played uh, Luke Cage, who played uh, Mariah Dillard, yeah, who's running for oh what, yeah yeah, yeah. the uh, sister of the bad guy. Yep, that's yep. right. Well, and also a baddie in her own right. Yes, of course. Um, she was actually also in Civil War. Really? Did you spot her? Oh! Oh! Oh yeah! The the beginning. Who was she? With Iron Man. With Iron Man? Yeah. Sort of. A kid died. Yes, it was Tony Stark. Yeah, well, Iron what? Man. Well, no, 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 no. It's Tony Stark. <sighs> she's, she's the one who confronted Tony Stark and told him, uh, basically, that he's a nasty piece of work. Yeah. Because people are dying. I never clocked that when I watched Luke Cage. Well, now you know. Yeah. You have to look back. I, I, as soon as you said it, though... I knew it. Ding, 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 ding. Ah. The thing is, though, ah. there's a bit of a. It is a continuity error. Oh right, yeah. It's not like someone doing a DC film mm. and then going over to. Or even doing a Fox Marvel, or a, yeah, you know, a Fox Marvel film, and then yeah. Yeah, now she's broken the. Uh, she's oh, broken no. the system. Ruiner. I wonder if there's any more like that out there. What, more facts? No, no. <laughs> well, yes, yes, more facts. There but... are more facts. <laughs> Did you know kangaroos can't fart or burp? I'm calling bull. No, no, kangaroo. Yeah. Where does where does the gas go? The gas gets turned into... Oh, what's it called? Farts and burps. That's no, what no, it's called. actually, no. The farts get turned into acetate and then converted back into energy. Acetate. That, so kangaroos are running on fart energy. Kangaroos are running on farts and burps. And also, scientists are trying to work out a way to um, re. What's the word? Re. 
re gen re not regenerate re to um, mimic this in other <laughs> yeah in other animals so that reproduce uh, reproduce mm. scientists are, yeah well you know it's been a long day yeah, scientists that's... are trying to reproduce this in other animals so that um, they can reduce the amount of methane caused by cows and things because they all eat you know grass i find that one really hard to believe well i i'm challenging to be an inquiry on this challenge it yeah because i just think you know food getting digested it's gonna produce gas mm. inevitably some of that's gonna come out when they go for a, a for a number two mm. that's a fart well you know all i can tell you is you know what science has said. Are you arguing science, with science? Science is wrong. Really? Yeah. Right, I'm going you know, to quote right. you on that. I heard of a science discovery on the radio a while back and Ooh. it really upset me. Yeah. Iago and Dax, remember Iago and Dax? Our budgies. Our budgies. Our budgies. They started off, you didn't know which... Uh, when you when, when budgies are young. This is my fact. Okay, go on. <laughs> I noticed that when I would yawn, the budgies would catch it. Right. And then I would fake yawn, and they would open yeah. their mouths, whatever. And I showed Dad, and I said, look at this, when I open my mouth, they're copying me. And Dad goes, yeah, but that one's telling his mate, hey, look at this, when I open my mouth, the human's copying me. You idiot. Whatever, <laughs> right? I hear on the radio recently, so this happened years ago when I was really young, I hear on the radio, scientists have discovered that budgies are another animal that can catch yawns off of humans. <laughs> I discovered that, and I got called an idiot. <laughs> Maybe you should write to these scientists and tell them, look, the budgies are saying, that, oh, look at this idiot. Every time I yawn, I open my mouth, he's copying me. But what I was going to say was, budgies, when they're young, you don't know, I don't know if they haven't decided what gender they are, or if they just, it just hasn't become obvious to, to us. But... It's not, not until they're older that you know if it's a boy or a girl. I because... never knew whether it was a boy or a girl. Iago was a girl. Great. She, she had, because she, yeah, she had the brown thing across her nose. A brown nose. Mm -hmm. And Dax had a blue one. Okay. Yeah. If they're blue or white, they're male. If they're brown, they're hens. Yours, awesome. Your, your budget was a hen. I had a hen. Mm. Great. That yawned when I yawned. So did, I thought Dax yawned. Dax yawned. also yawned. They both yawned. Hmm? My discovery. Nerds now, uh, let's uh, pop over to the review corner of Solitude and talk about... Da -da 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 -da. No, that's the wrong tune, isn't it? That's, that's X-Men. Hang on a minute. Spider-Man. Um... Wah, 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 Wonder Woman! That's not it. We're going to talk that's, about Wonder that's Woman. Not, that's not the theme tune. We will sit here until you remember that tune so that I can get my Thor <laughs> reference in. Oh, oh. It does. It does. Okay, never mind. How does it go? I just did it. Do it. Na, 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 na. Da, la, la, na. Something like that. Is that, that was it? I don't know. Da -la 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 -la. Da -la 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 -la. 
You, I, I know you're not quite getting it right because before your face is usually so happy when you're doing it, whereas now I'm it confused. just looks lost. Is it higher? I think. Would you like to take a moment to watch the trailer or something? Anyway, sounds when you do it, usually sounds very similar to the Thor uh, song they use, the, the song they use in the Thor trailer. <laughs> yeah, I am the going Thor to say this thing. There it is. <laughs> You've screwed up my only moment I'd planned for. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It matters. So, yes, um, what were your expectations before you went in? Um, from the trailer... I, it felt like a bit of a cross between the fantasy of Thor and the setting of Captain America okay. for me. And um, it also di- hasn't displaced any fears um, about it being dark. Because you know how Superman is now just dark. And from some of the fight scenes I saw, I'm kind of expecting a dark film. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's my concern. That's all I really got from... Uh, the trailer I think um, maybe they're the only two things I have to compare to it's, it's you know it's that it's that war thing being Captain America and plus whenever they're on uh, Diana Wonder Woman's Island they strike me as, that one they strike me as very Thor-esque in okay. the, like, his home planet okay so are you saying that any superhero film that revolves around a war is you're going to automatically associate with Captain America? No, I think that everyone... Um, it's, it's because Captain America's World War Two. Mm-hmm. This one is World War One. Um, they both come before their big team-up films. It, it's, just, it's just what those scenes uh, made me think of. Um, I'm not... It may be totally different, uh, which would be great. I'm just saying from the, from the trailer, that's what I couldn't help but think of. Right. Uh, it's what popped into my head. Okay. What about you? Um, I, I, okay. Um, when we uh, found out that this film was coming out, I, after seeing um, Man of Steel and the Martha Saga, mm. I wanted so much for this to be good. Uh, but I had very low expectations because, you know, the, the previous two were so bad. Um, so I was certainly going into this hoping for the best because I wanted it to succeed for several reasons. Um, those reasons being I don't want the DC Universe to be taken out of the cinema. And basically, Marvel owns, in my opinion, owns the, the movie uh, yeah. thing at the moment the only way Marvel films are going to get better and better and better is if they have competition that forces them to raise the bar Okay. so I think we needed a DC franchise that was going to force Marvel to up their game and obviously then DC would have to up their game and we as cinema goers will get the best experience we can get whereas if it's just one um, franchise like the Marvel franchise without any competition they're going to start to say oh that will do that will do yeah um, we also want DC not to just follow suit either oh, which absolutely. is why it's kind of interesting to get this female superhero film they've beaten Marvel to the punch there mm. 
Big so time. I mean, the, the Marvel have goes. Jessica Jones, but I mean, this is the first time we've had it on a big screen with a, a female carrying her own feature film. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I went in there, you know, it's very much hoping for the best, expecting the worst. Um, expectations were relatively low. Um, and also, um, in the Martha Chronicles, I think that Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, was the best thing in that film. Not for any sexy, sexy reason or anything like that, but because that bit where she's fighting Doomsday and he, he knocks her back and she gives that little grin, like, okay, here we go. That, for me, made that film watchable. Right. That, that was That was the best moment in the entire film. So based on that, I was going into this film thinking, if any of these films are going to be a success, it has to be this one. Um, just because, you know, the, the previous two have failed. They've got to put everything into this one. But also, there was that little shining light that made me think, okay, this could work. So the best bit of a bad film gave you a little bit of hope. Yes. Good. Yes. Okay. And then we went to see it. We did. What did you think? Um... My, it, shall we shall we talk about um, there, there are spoilers from this point on there will be spoilers I think it's worth saying before anyone switches off for those spoilers uh, I liked the film it was better than my expectations and it is worth seeing um, and that's not just because the other films are so bad well that's uh, it's interesting you should say that because I was, I was going to ask do you think that one of the reasons that I mean I enjoyed it as well I think it's brilliant but do you think one of the reasons for that was because our expectations were so low that it couldn't really get much worse? No, I think that there were good things in this film. Um, I think that they, despite having low expectations, uh, people can always uh, achieve lower than those expectations. I had low expectations of Superman versus Batman or the mm. Martha Chronicles as you keep calling it, after yeah. um, after Man of Steel, because uh, I hated Man of Steel, went in with low expectations, and it was a bad film. Can, can I just say at this point that um, I, I deserve a medal because I watched Man of Steel and the Martha Chronicles both in one day, on the same day, and um, I, I don't believe I've, I've received the recognition I deserve for, for that defeat. I haven't recovered, no. No. So, but there you go. Um, so yeah, no, I, 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 um, I, I don't think it was good just because the others were bad and I had low expectations. I, I think, uh, after the first few scenes, my expectations have been reset. Um, in particular, there's one scene, the battle on the beach, that for me that turned that just made my brain go, okay, just enjoy this for the film. It's going to be okay so before we carry on let's just um basically give a quick summary of um what happens in the film um the film opens in Themyscira, um which is where the amazons live and um diana as a child is showing lots and lots of enthusiasm um at wanting to train and wanting to fight her mother says no uh a mother being hippolyta says no, um, but her auntie uh, trains her anyway. Uh, if, then later, when she's older, Steve Trevor's plane crashes in the ocean and Diana rescues him uh, just off the coast of Themyscira. The Germans, who 
it's worth mentioning here, are not Nazis. <laughs> this is the First World War. Uh, they're hunting for Steve Trevor. They find the remains of his plane, and then they find Themyscira, and then there is a battle on the on the beach with the Amazons versus the Germans, which uh, you just mentioned, the hand. It's a good scene. It is a brilliant scene. Um, Diana becomes convinced that Ares, the god of war, is behind uh, the First World War, having spoken to Steve Trevor, and decides to ignore her mother's wishes and accompany Steve Trevor back to, uh, was it the world of man? Yeah. Um, uh, to find Ares and kill him and end the First World War. That's it in a nutshell. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with your summary. Good. So, um, what have you got to say? Um, yeah, as I said before, I did enjoy the film. Uh, I think there are some problems with it. Um, I don't know how best to go through them, but um, I think the, the action scenes were fantastic. Um, not just the beach one, but also the ones that come later. Yeah. The only thing I would take issue in, and in particular in one of the final scenes of action, is a bit of a CGI issue. She's holding this tank, and she goes to throw it away, and it looks like the tank is moving in slow motion. It just doesn't look right. And I just feel that whenever you use CGI, if it's not going to look right, don't use it. Just... You know, mm. have a close-up on her face or something as she chucks it away. Cop mm. out that way rather than showing this tank sort of floating to the ground sort of thing. Well, there was a bit in the uh, in the final battle uh, between Wonder Woman and Ares where obviously Ares is CGI, mm -hmm. but for this particular moment, so is Wonder Woman. And it just it didn't work for me because um, when, this, when people are CGI'd, they're too fluid. You know, once upon a time they were too uh, too jerky, but now it's too fluid. There's there's a a certain degree of um, I don't know. Um, th there's a balance between the jerkiness and the fluidity that computers haven't quite mastered yet, which I think there's a little bit of a way that people can't move, but yeah. the computers don't worry about it. There, uh, now you said that there is a scene earlier on as well when she's doing her training. Right. And the camera's quite far away, and the way they're moving towards each other and stuff like that—it's like the momentum's wrong. Right. It's, and I think that's what it is. It, the, the the physics of actually you start to move slowly before you pick up speed and stuff like that, just in little movements, is lost on a computer. Okay. It, it's, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's uh -huh. Quite a good way of saying it. It's fluid. Thank it, you. It's something odd about the movement hmm. that isn't natural. Um. I would say one one of the things that really surprised me. I was worried when I first spotted her, uh, but she actually worked out really well. Uh, was Lucy Davis as from the, the office? From the office as the comic relief. Yeah. Um, so in the film, she is uh, Steve Trevor's uh, secretary. Is well, it? He says she is. I think she's actually the secretary to uh, our. Um, I think she becomes his secretary oh, through she? the film, yeah. Okay. Um, I think she uh, is asked to help out. Right, okay. So that's what she does. But, um, no, she. The, the, I think it's fair to say there's a few characters in the film who try to be uh, the comedy, hmm. um, or is supposed to be the comedy. I, I think she does it 
best of all. She's the only one I can remember actually laughing at. Yeah, um, but I think, say, when you're in the bar and you're meeting uh, Steve Trevor's other uh, friends, mm. and um, I'm never going to remember his name now, but uh, one of his uh, mercenaries are get, is getting beaten up. Um, oh, okay. The guy um, out of Charlie. Charlie. Char- Played uh, by Ewan Bremner. Yeah, out of Train Spotters. Uh, or train spotting. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, he's getting beaten up, and I felt like the way he comes across is like he's trying to be the comic character. Whereas, and it was okay. It was neither of us really laughed out loud yeah. at his parts. But when um, when the Lucy Davis is playing her part, it's almost like it allows you to laugh at some of the other characters in in her reactions. I mean, the bit where Wonder Woman's got a, a sword out in in the street, sort of thing, leaving that shop. I saw that in a trailer and I thought, yeah. oh, they're going to try too hard to be funny. But actually in the film and the mm. way she's responding to it, it just works and it's really nice. What's really strange about this is that uh, it, they, I didn't, I didn't miss the comedy during the, the, the rest of the film. Because okay. for me, the only comedy bits really were centred around her character. It was her reaction to Diana and the situation that Diana was in and the situations that Diana was creating. Um, Steve Trevor had a few what were supposed to be funny lines that didn't really work. Uh, well, not for me, anywho. And the, the, I didn't miss the comedies. With some films, you, you think, oh, this is going on a bit. You know, it, it needs something to lift it. But... I really didn't feel that this needed anything. It just seemed to work. It it just seemed to to go like pushing a car down a hill. It just went, and uh, yeah, I think it was really good. Brilliant casting. Yeah, all round. Good. How did you feel about the uh, the the bad guys in it? Because I, I from my point of view, the, a lot of these superhero films you watch and you get quite a long time with the bad guys and mm. you. Um, you see them as a threat, whereas the bad guys in this film, they weren't in it too much until Wonder Woman was confronting them. Yeah. Um, which I think is a good thing, because I th- think you need to spend all that time with Wonder Woman to get to know her mm, character. Yes. So I think it worked. I have no problem with the way they did it. I just think it's a bit different to how it's done in a lot of the films. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know whether you picked up on that at all. It, it felt... i tell you what did feel a bit... Off. One of the guys you're following who they're trying to make you expect to be Ares. Yeah. If it, it felt like at one point um Are you talking about uh General I am uh, Luden, Ludendorff. Ludendorff. Yes. Um he, so he you kind of get the impression that he's supposed to be Ares. Played by Danny Houston. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um <laughs> he was also you know what other comic book film he was in? Oh he's done a few. Good, good. <laughs> he was Striker. In oh, Wolverine, yes. Oh. Um, so anyway, uh, he, his character is, is be, sort of being built up as this main baddie, him and, um, I want to say Miss Poison. Uh, okay, uh, Dr. Maru. Dr. Maru, oh, okay. Yeah. Do- um, Dr. Poison. Dr. Poison, Dr. Maru. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you don't really get, but you don't get too much time with them, so you're always kind of expecting they're not the, the, the main thing. And then ultimately... They're not, and you get one final scene with the big bad boss who, you know, is defeated. It's like, okay. It, it just felt like there wasn't a strong baddie. I, but I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think it let Wonder Woman have her story mm-hmm. 
and then you just had a bad guy going along at the end. Right. Um, I, I called the baddie. Yeah. <laughs> I called did. the baddie Ruined early the on. film <laughs> within the first scene of uh, the actual baddie turning up. I sort of, I just uh, leant over and said, that's the baddie. Yeah. <laughs> in between, you know, like 30 offers of popcorn, which I never eat. He never does. One one offer was coming over, but it wasn't an offer. It was just to ruin the film. <laughs> I hadn't seen it. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a spoiler. Keep it was your, just my view, just my keep, opinion. Keep your thoughts to yourself and your blimmin' popcorn. That's Aries. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it was really good. Um, there were so many things I liked about it. But there were a couple of things that I do uh, I did have issues with. How long was the lasso of truth? Pretty long. It was massive. There's she was she would have been stood there a week trying to coil that thing up. Yeah, you know, after that fight scene, it was massive. It's mystical. Maybe it just grows and shrinks like a lightsaber. A lightsaber, absolutely. The lightsaber lasso of truth. Mm. Nice. Um, what one of the things I really liked about it is one of the things that I really hate about Man of Steel. Um, we could relate directly to Diana when uh, she came to the world of man um, or to London or you know wherever she happened to be at the time, sometimes France. Um, we, we could relate to Diana, even though she was obviously still Wonder Woman. She was out of place. Uh, she was confused and you know there, there was a moment where she see, uh, sees a baby for the first time mm. and she's ooh it's a baby <laughs> um, and it, it was just these little things that just really made her relatable and broke down that wall of her being the superhero and us being the audience whereas obviously Man of Steel Superman is Superman and we try to we relate to Superman through Clark Kent but we don't get that opportunity in uh, in Man of Steel. In Wonder Woman, we get that opportunity all the time. Uh, as long as she's Diana, you know, we can relate directly to her. And then when she becomes Wonder Woman, you know, we're, we're with her. We're on side. And I think that's really important. Um, I do have some questions. Oh, okay. Um, now, in the film, apparently... Zeus made the island and it's shrouded with its with his dying breath. Right? Yep. Um he also breathed life into Diana who Hippolyta had made out of clay. Mm -hmm. So Diana is older than the islands. It would sound so, yes. Right. How old exactly is Diana? I think they must all be really old, because and I think you know as a she's been a kid and grown up really slowly. Well, that's the thing. The, my next question was, how long were we watching her grow up? I mean, in in oh, yeah. in, in real life, we were, we were, it, it takes what half, half an hour, minutes, twenty minutes. Yeah. But so I'm not, I'm not trying to put anyone off watching the film. Oh, how long is she a little girl? <laughs> but if she is supposed to be that old. By the time she's 20, she must be thousands of years... The character yeah. must be thousands of years old. It doesn't 
make sense to me. It does. Well, the other thing is, though, you, you, you're never quite sure. More than thousands of years. Well, you're never quite sure. With, okay. <laughs> with what she's been told by her mother, you're never quite sure how much of that is story and how much of that is truth. Because going throughout this whole uh, film is almost um, like she thinks Ares is responsible for all this war and stuff. Really simplified it. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Steve is trying to tell her it's not that simple. Humanity's not that simple. This war is caused by people. Um, so for a lot of the film, you're actually thinking everything she was told by her mother was just that, it was just stories. And obviously Ares comes out at the end and kind of scuppers that a bit. But I still think you're allowed, there's a certain amount of allowing to think that actually not everything that was told by her mother was spot on, factually correct. It's someone telling their child, this is how things are. But there were no men on the island. There were no men on the island. She was made, I believe she was made from clay in the film, not real life. (laughs) And... I, I th- what I'm saying is that not everything she said early on in the film I think you need to take as gospel going through the... Re- I mean, you can't, otherwise you're right. Then they're all, you know, thousands but, and thousands of years but old. But then you have to ask, um, They the island is, project- is protected by a shroud of invisibility. Mm. Where did that come from, if not from Zeus? He could have come from Zeus, but maybe not his dying breath. Okay. Is... is his his uh, pre penultimate breath. penultimate breath. Okay. Maybe he he breathes like well one breath. A... This this shroud is to protect the island. It's uh, it makes the island and its coast uh, about what would you say um, a mile offshore. Yeah. All around invisible. Yeah. So it looks like the island isn't there. However, boats. Aeroplanes, people can all pass through this shroud and see the island. Mm-hmm. What's the point of having the shroud? Well, I mean, the oceans are pretty big, so I, I, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, there must be, you know, boats that would pass through it. That, oh, oh, where am I? Not necessarily, only if it's on a trade route. Or it something. happened with the Germans. It, it did because they were chasing a plane. It happened with the plane. It did. <laughs> Uh, but maybe he didn't know where he was going. Um, I agree. It's a bit. It is a bit wishy washy. All, all those years, no one spotted it. Also, they Diana's told that if she leaves, she can't come back. And it's like, oh yeah, I know. And it's like, well, hold on. Why not? Because it doesn't seem like there's anything stopping people from entering that shroud. So why can't she go back? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like they just don't want her back. <laughs> Which is probably the truth. If you go, you can't come back. Especially after taking all of our our blimmin' sword and our rope of no lies. The, the, the rope of extending yeah. length. I'd be terrible to measure something with that, wouldn't it? It would. Change every time. Uh, one of the other things I noticed um, was that there was a very, from, in my opinion, a very definite wink to Christopher Reeve's Superman. Um, the part in the film, it's in the trailer as well, where Steve Trevor has the notebook and the, he's in London with Diana and he's being um, pursued by four German spies, mm. uh, maybe five. And 
they they're demanding the book back and he's taking his time and giving it to them and um he backs he backs up into a corner with diana behind him and one of the germans shoots at him and she stops his bullet now that's very reminiscent of superman one when superman uh, uh, when clark and lois are getting mugged yeah and um clark superman stops the bullet it's they're pretty much wearing the same thing from what I remember. Right. You know, the lighting was the same. Yeah. It, it all seemed very easy. Also, something that I must uh, say about this film, it was light. Wonder Woman was wearing a bright costume. None of that muted coloured nonsense. It was bright. It was red and blue. It didn't have the Did... stars, but it doesn't need the stars. Yeah. She's not American. And it didn't really look out of place either. No. It was... Good. <laughs> right. I I I have a concern going forward. Mm-hmm. I think they were okay with it in this film, um, but I think your your superhero characters always have to have a vulnerability about them. And in this film, I feel like her vulnerability going through it was sort of a naivety. So this idea that Ares is uh, the bad guy. Uh, that causes everything even though as the viewer you know that people are are just weird and when they get together they do nasty things and that vulnerability kind of like helps you get along with her and follow her her. and stuff relate to her yeah i'm worried now though that now that they've dealt with that because um she has that moment with steve trevor uh where he explains what people are really like almost a sort of fifth element moment where uh, it's like well why why am i doing this for these people if they like that they have that moment they deal with it what's her vulnerability now going forward because i'm i kind of see a female superman and it bothers me bullets aren't affecting her she's fearless i i don't know what's gonna stop her yeah we'll we'll, uh we'll just have to wait and see I, I don't know is the answer to that. Um, <laughs> Does but, it bother um, you? Or are you it like, doesn't no, bother I'll me. go with no, it? No, I've, I've got faith now in this. I think if I if I were Warner Brothers, I would be putting all my money into a Wonder Woman trilogy. It's a shame they didn't start this whole thing with Wonder Woman. It is. That's, the, that's something I would say. The, the other films are just could do without. Yeah. Superman we've done anyway. Batman we've done anyway. It's, start with something fresh. Bit, yeah, both Superman and Batman. I mean, Superman... Batman is very recent, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Superman, all right, it was like the eighties when the, they did the last Christopher Reeves no. one. But we've had um, you know, Dean Kane playing Super. Oh, we had Superman Returns yeah. with the Kryptonite Island. <laughs> this time it's a whole mountain of Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I th- I think it's um, Superman and Batman both. We we could have done with a bit more breathing breathing mm-hmm. space. They should have, yeah, I agree. They should have started with Wonder Woman mm-hmm. using, you know, Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot or Gal Gardo, as I heard her called the other day. Wow. They're, yeah, so... I, I think it would have, that would have got things off on the right foot mm. rather than what I see as two, possibly three, because I've not seen Suicide Squad, oh, yeah. but a number of false starts before actually getting going yeah um but hopefully this is this this will breathe life back into the series yeah it would be good it, it would be you know hopefully this is going to uh, make things um move forward with a better momentum 
I feel like um, we're knocking it a little bit now, but I do. There is something that I do want to point out because it, it's something that um, sort of bothers me a little bit. It's not a big issue. It doesn't affect the story. It doesn't affect anything like that. It's just one of those little niggling things. There's a part in the film where she goes to um, the uh, general's uh, function. Mm -hmm. And um, she's wearing um, a ball gown. Doesn't matter how she got it. She's, she's wearing a ball gown. And she's got her sword down the back of the dress. Yeah. Now, I'm going to post the uh, picture on our Instagram account because I've been examining this picture. And my two questions are, first of all, the general is dancing with her, with Diana, while she's got this sword down the back of her dress. True. He's got his hand on the sword. Yep. Why doesn't he say, is that a sword down your back? Mm. Secondly, where is the bottom of the sword? Because it's not sticking out the bottom of the dress. Like You can't see the shape of the sword down the... Quite a it's, a, it's not a really tight fitting dress though. By the time it gets down to the skirt though, is it? No, but you should see you should see some something of it. Right. I'm sure. I I th I think they're playing games, and I think it's just the handle. Do you reckon it's, it's just the just, handle? Just, just going to conk him on the head <laughs> with, gonna, the, with the with uh... the. It's it's another lightsaber. Yes. It's another. You see, Wonder Woman did it first. Yeah. Also, it might have been easier to get that rope into the place than. Yeah, a sword. I mean, yeah. take the rope. Take the rope. We did. Does Wonder Woman not usually have um, like throwing rings, as well? Or am I imagining that? I think you're thinking of ninjas, with their throwing stars. I thought Wonder Woman had. Uh... Don't, I don't think. I mean, I I don't know a lot about Wonder Woman really, um, but I don't think she has uh, throwing things. Fair Mind right. you, Superman apparently has a cling film S on his chest. Which he throws at people. <laughs> so who knows? Oh, don't knock that film. That's a good film. <laughs> Superman two. I like that film. <laughs> um, I am Lord Zod. How you will you, bow to me. How did you feel about the fact? Because it it now seems like we've got a hero, who, despite wanting to help man, uh, you know, doesn't want them to war and all this fights. We've finally got a character who doesn't appear to mind killing anyone. She kills a lot of people in this film, and she watches people kill a lot of people in this film. I think... And I kept expecting a little conflict to come up. It never came. She seems perfectly fine with it. Okay. So, you're, you, you had this big issue when we watched Daredevil mm, that did. Daredevil didn't this want to true. kill anyone yeah, it really now you've got me. a big issue no I don't <laughs> have a big issue because I, I want to stress I like the film this is not a big it is issue a good film. It, it just it just struck me as sort of um, out, just out of place with her saying um, the Germans don't know what they're doing they're clearly under the influence of Ares mm. and then in a heartbeat she, she's killing well, them I think um, my my view on that is that um, these people are killing innocent people, innocent, defenceless, helpless yeah. people, and she's doing what she has to do to to protect the innocent. If they're up there uh, with their guns, blasting people, you know, the sniper in the watchtower, shooting people, 
she's she's gonna take them out you know it, it's just the way it is ultimately you know she could have gone after each individual instead of going at, after the the root of the problem yeah. but she didn't she went she went for Aries and saved everyone who was left alive true so you know she she didn't sort of just go Wolverine on them <laughs> and just go around killing everyone no no it, it was it was always when they were under attack sort of thing but it just it was just something that struck me mm. um so I just thought I'd ask that's a good point um sure. there was another thing I was about to say there mm-hmm Oh, and it was a positive thing as well when it's oh, gone man. out of my head. I've got the positive thing. Go for your positive I thing. I will do. Um, do you remember uh, years and years and years and years ago, um, there was um, a story from DC Comics called Superman's Dead, where Superman was fighting Doomsday and Doomsday killed him. Right. And, <laughs> and um, Superman died and there was uproar from the fans because Superman had died then uh, he came back as an electricity man in a a trade called Superman Transformed, I've got it over there in the blue and white costume and you know, and there was uproar because everyone wanted Superman to be back the way that they'd like him, you know, in his blue and red and everything and, and is the, fans the electric out. one the black costume no, or is that something? It's okay. a blue and white one. Oh, okay. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this now is because when Superman died in uh, Man of Steel, yes. no one cared. <laughs> no. Hey! <laughs> no one cared. When um, Diane's auntie died in the beginning of this film, mm-hmm. I cared. Yeah. And I'd never, I'd never met this auntie before as I say I don't really read the comics Um, I I don't I'd known this auntie for about what 20 minutes yeah this is Antiope Antiope I'd known her for about 20 minutes Auntie Ope Auntie Antiope (laughs) (laughs) Auntie Antiope not Auntie Antiope Um, I'd known her for about 20 minutes and when she and I cared more about her dying than I did about Superman yeah in um BBS, and then at the end of the film when steve trevor died mm. that hit me yeah. i mean that 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 got me it got me good it was a brilliant ending they they had a nice build-up to yes, that as well absolutely um, it's, it's almost worth seeing just for those just, couple of yeah. scenes it was nicely done it was a fantastic fantastic death and honestly that they they should just abandon the previous two films and just just say this is a this is a hard reboot we're just going from here yeah we we like where we got here so just just forget about that stuff and and actually have people um in control who uh i'm going to get a lot of hate for this but have people in control of the films who can actually allow their audience to relate to those characters and to feel Mm -hmm. something for them instead of keeping the audience at arm's length Superman without Clark Kent is a massive issue for yes. him. A massive screw up. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I completely get the the alien thing. What if an uh, an all powerful alien god like creature? Yep. I get that, and I think that's brilliant, and I would love to see that. But at some point, there has to be a redemption, and there wasn't. Yeah. 
but yeah. Um, and I mean, on, on the the thing I was going to say that I I I liked about the Wonder Woman film as well is the fact that she is, although she doesn't know it until the end, she is effectively a god herself, mm. and that can play goddess, goddess. Well, that can play so well into the fact that you've got Superman, who is also seen as yeah. a god, and and the conflict there of. You know that would have been a better gods amongst us thing yeah. than what they try to get across in Batman versus Superman. Should have been Wonder Woman versus Superman. No, no, it, it should almost have been Batman getting peed off with them two. I mean, it's a bit. I, I wouldn't want to see this because it's effectively civil war. It's been done, but Batman and Wonder Woman going about doing their good deeds, but they're so powerful. It's like something's got to give here, and then Batman could have got the Flash and. But, I mean, I don't know whether I'd actually want to see that. I just think it's interesting that you've got this alien who's all-powerful. You've now got someone who didn't realise how powerful she was and is all-powerful, it seems, to an extent. Uh, looks like there's more powers to come out there, sort mm. of thing. Yeah. Um, so and I think that could that, that, that's really interesting. Even though they've already done the Batman-Superman thing, having her get to that point where she is... See, Batman v Superman wasn't really... There wasn't a lot of Batman v Superman. One of them, when there was Batman v Superman, was a dream. <laughs> I don't, it's, it's like, you know what, we haven't, we, we've shot this film, we haven't done enough. We're calling it Batman v Superman. It's just not enough. Like, all right, all right. Let's, look, Bruce can have a dream where he's fighting Superman. It's, that film was just awful. <laughs> yeah, it was. So yeah, I think I think that's about um, what I what I have on it. What was your favourite part of the film? My favourite part of of this film, mm. Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I enjoyed the whole thing. Okay. I, there was no point. I did look at my watch at one point, but it was that point in every film where you think, "Am I going to get to the end before I need a wee?" <laughs> yeah. It wasn't out of boredom. It was out of you know. My backside is going numb. <laughs> no, no, it it was simply the case of I'm gonna need a wee soon. Right. Um but it was it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. I think it was fantastic. Um my favourite bit I don't know, I mean honestly Gal Gadot is so good as Wonder Woman. Yeah. The it's it's those little it's that a lot of people still say she's not Wonder Woman. She's too skinny. Yeah. Oh, right. But honestly, just look in her eyes when she when she's Wonder Woman. You she believes she's Wonder Woman. You know she's got that fire and she's just she's ready she's ready to take on the world. I, and, and that bit I loved the bit. I don't know if it's my favourite bit, but it was oh, it was brilliant when they're in the trenches and she just goes over the top. Yeah. And she's taking all the fire. So that the uh, the other the, the soldiers can um, come come over no man's land and um, free up the the village that's been occupied. Yeah. that was just brilliant. Honestly, so good. Yeah, I, I I I wouldn't want to see someone else playing that part now. No, see, I mean, I I never really saw the early Wonder Womans and things like that, but. I'm, I'm, I, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I, I don't see why people have a problem that 
I wasn't aware that problem was out yeah, there. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's some people who still say that she's, she's too skinny, um, you know, one woman should be more woman, she should be more curvy, she should be more muscular, she should be this, she should be... Okay. It's like, look, yeah, this this is who we've got, and honestly, this is this is the Wonder Woman we deserve. She is she's brilliant. She is brilliant. Gal Gadot, you the, are Wonder Woman. I, I think they did well to avoid going down some uh, some paths that might have been quite easy to go down as well. Because the fact that she's been on this uh, island where there's no men and all of this, it would have been really easy for them to do. Uh, a story where her naivety is is all about uh, men and and that whole thing. And I think they actually deal with that straight away. Where like, no, nah, she knows everything there is to know about men. Yeah. They've got books. They yeah. know about this. So let's get this bit done with. Not an issue. Knows more than you. Get on with the rest of the story that actually we want to see. What's really weird is. You know that she loves Steve Trevor without actually having to see them even touch. Yeah. You know, I mean, when they're laying in the boat together, when they first leave Fumaskira and they're heading to London, and she says, "Why are you laying? Why are you sleeping over there? Lay next to me. Lay next to me." And yeah. there's no there's no sexual tension there. It's just lay lay next to me. This is the, this yeah. is the bed area. What are you doing? <laughs> and. Um, and he does, and then they just she just rolls over and goes to sleep, and it's it's just completely innocent and completely yeah. well done, you know. And it took a female director to actually make a successful DC film, mm. you know. The director of Wonder Woman is Patty Jenkins, and she is just brilliant. I'm not really aware of her from other films. She, she did though. Monster. I haven't seen I it. I haven't seen it either. I read it on IMDb. Good. It's all right. Well, it's one to watch, though. Because, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I think I've said everything um, I want to say. I've in, said everything. In I mean, summary, if, if you've gone to see the other DC films, you definitely need to see this one. Don't, don't not see this because you were disappointed in the others. This is a good film. Stands on its own. Doesn't really need the other films. Well, it doesn't. The, it the doesn't. No, all. it does reference. So. It does reference them. I mean, this, this film does take place after the Martha Chronicles, um, but it only references it very, very slightly. Once right at the beginning, once right at the end. Um, it's it's basically a, a Wonder Woman backstory, yeah. like, like a catch up. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's so well done. You honestly don't need any background to the other character. You don't even need a background to Wonder Woman. You, you learn everything you need to know about this universe's Wonder Woman from this film. It's brilliant. And, uh, oh, wait, one thing it is worth mentioning, um, which is very, 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 very nice. Um, Wonder Woman actually made $11 million on, uh, on its Thursday night previews in America. Oh, okay. That's all right, isn't it? They, it, it looks... Uh, I'm not sure if they've achieved it, but... Um, they reckon it's going to make a hundred. They reckon it was going to make a hundred million dollars on its opening weekend. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could make a hundred million dollars. Okay, and that's it for the review corner of Solitude. Now we're going to the news. Ooh. Have you got any news? I I, I only have one bit of news. Okay, do you want me to go first? Uh, okay. Okay, so, I've got. <laughs> you have many. Patty Jenkins. Director of Wonder Woman, who we literally just spoke about yep. there, 
Um, she has been linked to a possible Wonder Woman 2. Oh. Nothing's been greenlit or written yet, but she's possibly, potentially rumoured to be attached. I think everyone would be happy with that. I think she needs to direct the whole lot. Yeah. I think she should be the DC's chief director. So it'll be um, like what those guys are to Marvel. I always forget his name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me or you? Um, I'll go. Uh, I've got two more. I mean, you... I've got one. Okay. So um, it's more what I'm excited to see. It, it's coming up, but they've announced uh, The Witcher Netflix TV series. Oh. Yeah, which I'm interested to see. So I've, I played The Witcher PC game. You actually got it for me for one of my birthdays. That's my first introduction. Like but there were actually books behind uh, The Witcher by a Polish guy. Now, uh, can I just say here, um, TV and film adaptations of or adaptions? Adapta- ad- adaptations or Adap- adaptions? Adaptations. Adaptations. Adapt- TV and film versions of uh, computer games haven't mm. done brilliantly well. No. Are but, we ready for this? Yes, we are, because uh, this is actually based on the books which the okay. game is based on. So, uh, Polish author on Andrzej Sapkowski. I'm going to go with that. Apologies if I got it wrong. Andrzej Sapkowski. <laughs> you put a K after a P, it's hard to say. Um it's actually based on his books, um, books which I'm trying to find out which one is the first one I should read because there's quite a lot of them and there doesn't seem to be any clear thing on that. Um, apparently, he doesn't get a penny from the games. Um, wow. Yeah. Why? The hugely successful games. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm guessing it was the type of contract they went with. Um, We're going to use your characters <laughs> and you get nothing from it. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll look that up, but... Um, he is involved in the series as a creative consultant, so you'd imagine that he uh, finally gets something uh, mm. for his stories uh, being put into another medium. So yeah, that's what I'm excited for, because I really like that game. Um, I'm going to get the book eventually, or a book, and uh, read it So before Netflix ruin it for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. I said that about Lord of the Rings. Oh, you're not missing out on the no, books. No, I never, oh. never got around to the books or you know, the films. No, both, both not the no. rubbish. I, I, everyone will hate me for that, but they. <laughs> other than the book, The Hobbit, The Hobbit's worth a read. I've got that. You can borrow it. The films are awful. Okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings books are not nothing like The Hobbit. They're awful. They're, oh. they're just. Okay. Yeah, I've said it. That's that's me. I just sent all the hate mail over to you. <laughs> Uh, Top Gun 2 is going ahead with the title of Top Gun Maverick. Um, I'm not sure if that's actually going to turn out to be the working title and if they'll rename it. It's Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise uh... is in it. Um, they haven't announced whether any more of the original cast will be there. Goose won't be there because he's dead. Mm. But um, apparently Iceman, a.k.a. Val Kilmer, yeah, uh, he's said that he would like to come back to play Iceman. Oh, right. Again. That'd be interesting, especially if he comes back as Maverick's it's, uh, it's commander. One, it's one of those sort of guilty pleasure films. It's like, I shouldn't like it, but it's, it is a good film. Yeah. I don't know whether I need a sequel. This, this is it, and it has been a long time. It has. But maybe this will whet your appetite, because apparently this um, sequel is rumoured to be about the rise of drone warfare. 
and its effect on manned aircraft. Right. So you're going to have Tom Cruise wearing VR goggles, <laughs> delivering Amazon packages. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that sounds like a film worth seeing. No, other shopping websites are available. Probably not piloted by Tom Cruise, though. No. 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 Uh, any more news? I don't know. I've got go, some more go, news. Go for the rest of your news. This is interesting, because apparently Sony is currently working on a new film called Silver and Black. Uh, right. Now this this film is going to feature characters from the Spider Verse, Marvel's okay. Spider Verse. If you're unfamiliar with the Spider Verse, it's everything relating to Spider Man, and uh, so it's going to create uh, an all female super team using the characters of Silver Sable, Black Cat, Spider Woman, Stanner, Jackpot, oh, and Dusk. Spider Woman, yeah. Okay. I never really got Spider Woman. I, you know, after we, I don't know why she's called Spider Woman. <laughs> after we watched that um, cartoon, the animated uh, series, Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights. Yeah. Um, and there's uh, an episode with her about her. I actually quite liked the idea because it's with, is it with sword rather than shield? Yes. So the alien version. I I kind of liked it, and I thought that might be an interesting one for the MCU, but. If the Spider-Man universe. From what I understand, um, either Silver Sable or Black Cat, I think it's Silver Sable, is essentially taking on the role of Nick Fury. Oh, okay. And going around and recruiting uh, these other characters. Right. I could be wrong about that. It could be um, Black Cat recruiting, but I think it's Silver Sable. Okay. But that would be good. Yeah, it, it sounds interesting. My my next question is, will that be MCU or will it be another Marvel Universe? I believe that uh, the MCU have an agreement with Sony to use uh, Spider-Man. Uh, so they used him in Civil War and Marvel are helping out creatively with Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, so Disney are helping out creatively with Spider-Man Homecoming, but Sony's producing that film. Um, and I believe that actually, uh, because there's a, Venom has also been announced, uh, Tom Hardy is playing Venom. Awesome. Um, so you've got Venom. There's and, some news right there. Yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot. And what you just mentioned, that um, the... Silver and Black. Silver and Black. I imagine they will be Sony's property. That's how I would imagine it's going to happen. Because they, are, they, they went to, as I understand it, went to the MCU to help them out because... The last Spider-Man was a bit of a flop. Um, so it's like, can Spider-Man come with you, play with your toys, uh, and help us get going? I don't... I'll be surprised. I want them to be part of the MCU, but I don't think that's the plan. I think Sony wants to be running under their own steam. Okay, but, I mean, surely if uh, the Spider-Man has been introduced into the MCU, I would have thought that he would stay there so you can't have if Sony decides we're going to create our own Sony Marvel Universe like Fox have done mm-hmm. um, you can't then have the likes of Tony Stark or any of the Avengers characters going over to Sony no so what's going to happen there um, I don't know it, it, cause it would be really ugly as well if, if they do go off into their own universes because people who have watched because you do have the same Spider-Man the people who have watched those 
um, MCU films are going to expect them to be in the same universe. So unless they've got a wider understanding there, or maybe Venom and the uh, Black and Silver, Silver and Black, maybe they're not going to be part of, or maybe Spider-Man's not going to be part of that universe. But that would seem nuts. But if do Sony still own Spider-Man? Yes. So then they 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 could pull him out of. I mean, there supposed to be three Spider-Man films. I've not heard that. No. I thought I thought um, what's his face has signed up for three Spider-Man films. Oh, okay. Or has he just signed? I don't know. Okay. Well, if he signed up for three, then he signed up for three. But I don't think that that's in agreement with Disney. I believe that would be in agreement with Sony. Okay. As I say, they can't sort of. It would really screw things up if they decided. Tom to... Holland. <laughs> really screw things up if they decided to pull him out of that universe, go do his own thing, um, because they're going to want to do pretty significant things in the Spider-Man and Venom stories. And yeah, stuff but look at that um, would have to affect the MCU if they were in the same same universe. Look at Infinity War. Yeah. You can't just have Spider-Man just suddenly not be there. I oh, mean, no. he's going to be there. He we've is seen, there. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's probably his that's three films. two films. Probably is it going to be Infinity War. Part 2? Yeah. Are they definitely so. doing that now? I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know there was a Part 1 and Part 2, and then they said there was only going to be a Part 1. Is it back to being two parts now? I believe it's two parts. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's how I am. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is because they're on about all the characters that they're going to put in there, and there's too many for one film. There are too I, many. For I think one the room, the, the people's thoughts are there's going to be a sort of space side to it and a not space side to it, so a guardian side. And okay, then... but then you've got the mystical side as well with Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> have to be in it. He's in it. Ah. Uh, He's in it, and I uh, believe all mum. You know what? I didn't like the first Captain America, so I'm sure... I hated I'm, the first I'm Captain sure America. I'm sure it'll improve, because Winter Soldier was very good, so I'm sure Doctor Strange 2 will be good. Right, before we go, um, I just want to uh, give a couple of shout-outs. First of all, a massive, massive, massive thank you to the awesome uh, Missing Andy which is uh, just a phenomenally brilliant British band. Um, they allowed us to use one of their songs as our theme tune. The The song is called Breathless. It is available on their Grilla Invasion Part 2 album, which is available on iTunes. Um, we use a little bit for our intro song, and we use a little bit for our outro song. Outro is a word, right? Yep. Yeah, good. Um, and if you want to hear it, buy their album. They do have some um, videos on YouTube. Um, I very, very recommend one called Dave, which is it's a great song. It's amazing. It is a it, it's um, shot in the style of a western. And what I love about it is the way that the the as the each time the chorus is played, the tableau gets bigger. Right. And I won't say what they're doing, but honestly, it, it's just amazing. We'll leave links to, to uh, a couple of their videos in our show notes and on our uh, Facebook page and that sort of thing. So uh, you'll be able to pop over there and have a look. They're called Missing Andy. And honestly, find them on the Facebook. Give them a like. 
Oh man, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. And um, my next um, shout out, I just want to really thank. There's uh, another podcast that I listen to. It's one of my favourite podcasts. I know we shouldn't um, advertise the the competition, <laughs> but you know, sharing the love. Um, they are the amazing Nerdcast. And when we were starting out, I mean, this is our first podcast. But when I was getting all the equipment and trying to research all the technicalities, they gave me a lot of advice, and they are literally um, a tweet away from helping me whenever I need it. So, guys, I just really want to thank you. And if anyone out there is looking for a new podcast to listen to, um, after you've listened to ours every week, (laughs) um, check out the amazing Nerdcast. They are brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. If you'd like to visit our website, you can find it at www. Do people still say www? I've said it. I've said it. Don't don't people take that as as read? As a given. Mm. Do, do we? I mean, do, do people it's, still type it? Because I've got everything on my phone. Do do people still type in www? I always type it. Okay. Yep. Um, at our website, blessedgeeks.uk. What, you mean dot co dot uk? Dot uk. There is no co. No co. No co. No co. Blessedgeeks.uk. Oh, uh, on the website. UK. Yeah, I know. We, we went different. We had options, Ooh. and we went for that one. We went non-conformist. Yeah. On our except asses. for the UK part, fairly. Um, there you can find show notes, so uh, links uh, from the show take you to places. Uh, obviously, that's what links do. Uh, we are also on Twitter at blessed underscore geeks and Instagram if you search for blessed geeks. Also, we all have one a, word or one word. Uh, we have a Facebook page uh, fb.me forward slash blessed geeks. Um, or I suppose they could just search for Blessed Geeks. Or they could just search for Blessed Geeks. All one word. All one word. I assume I assume if you type two words into the search thing, it will still come up. I wouldn't know. No, no. Because I. I, I don't, I've never used Facebook it, that much. I've got it saved on my and, thing. So you I know, don't need when to I search. asked you, how should, how should I tell people to post on Facebook? And you were like, I'll just tell them fb.me forward slash. You didn't say you was going to throw a question in there afterwards to... You know, keep you on your toes. Is, 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 is your voice don't just not don't you feel alive? <laughs> um, and if you'd like to leave us a review on iTunes, only if it's nice, uh, then please do so. Honesty is good. If if you don't like it, then tell, tell, tell us, us on why. Twitter. <laughs> send, us, <laughs> send us a DM with your address. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but if you don't enjoy the show, tell us why, so that we can make improvements, we can make changes, and you know, don't just oh it's rubbish and then leave it at that. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, Check out our website and everything. And um, we'll see you this time next week. Yay! Yay!